for the end of the world. Listen to Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back... <laughs> Let's bring back the circle. The circle of friends, the circle of family, the circle of being. Wake up! and be healthy and therefore wealthy to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. Did you notice it's snowing? Yep, just a little bit. Just enough to make you think the world will be a little bit of a cleaner, sparkly place. So, let us get into the holidays. Today happens to be one of the greatest holidays of all, Christmas Day which someone decided was the birthday of Jesus Christ. Okay, that's pretty cool. It is also Alphabet Day. And what else is today? Well, it happens to be a friend of mine's birthday. And guess what? He went to school for something like chemistry, but... He is now a carpenter. <laughs> so he's following, he's following his falling. So tomorrow, under holidays, is Saturday, the 26th of December. It is Asera Bech Tevot, which is a Jewish holiday which begins at sundown. Um, you know, both Muslim and Jewish holidays are 24-hour. They begin at sundown and then end at sundown the next day. Sarah ben Tevot, the 10th of Tevot, is a minor feast day observed from sunrise to sunset um, that marks the beginning of the siege of Jerusalem by Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Bethlehem. This was in um, 587 B.C. and the beginning of the battle that would ultimately destroy the temple and send the Jews into the 70-year Babylonian exile. Tomorrow is also Hashura, the 10th day Islamic, which also begins at sundown. The tenth day of Ashura is the tenth day of... I'm going to butcher a lot of this stuff because, you know, I can't read, as regular listeners know. Muharram in the Islamic calendar and marks the climax of the remembrance of Muharram. It is commemorated by the Shia Muslims as a day of mourning for the martyrdom of Ahashan ibn Ali the grandson of the Islamic prophet Muhammad. And it was in the year 60, 680 A.D. that this happened. So um, a lot of cultures have a lot of, you know, a lot of history, and they still celebrate this history over a long period of time. Sunni Muslims, however, do not hold this day in significance for that reason, but rather they believe that Moses fasted on that day to express gratitude to God for liberation of Israelites from Egypt. According to Sunni Muslim tradition, Muhammad fasted on this day and asked other people to fast. Saturday, Kwanzaa begins, the 
1226 through 101. It's tomorrow is actually National Thank You Note Day. A whole day to thank everybody for sending you all those wonderful presents that you decided that you want to thank them for. You should thank people for the presents you don't like also. However, tomorrow is also National Winer's Day. So you can whine about having to write all those notes for all those people who wrote, gave you, spent all that time to get you the presents to, yeah, it can get complicated, but tomorrow is National Winer's Day. St. Stephen's Day, the second day of Christmas, if you celebrate 12 days of Christmas, right? And then Sunday is Asera Bentevot, all day long, and Ashura, the 10th day in the Islamic culture, and St. John Feast Day. I looked up St. John, and I couldn't decide which of the John's it was. Um, there is, you know, there's John the Baptist, and they have feast days for him. And then there's an, another John that was uh, one of Jesus's uh, disciples. Um, Sunday is Winter Fairy Fun Day. <laughs> so hopefully there'll be some snow, but you can still have fun in the winter by acting like you're a fairy. So Winter Fairy Fun Day. Monday, <coughs> excuse me, Monday is Holy Innocence Day and Pledge of Allegiance Day. Tuesday is St. Thomas of Canterbury Feast Day and TikTok Day. I don't know what it's ticking talking down to, but it's TikTok Day and the anniversary of the YMCA. Wednesday is Oh My Day. Thursday is Blue Moon and New Year's Eve. Can you believe that it's already almost a new year? What year will it be? Well, I don't know exactly how we're going to say the new year, but it is the end of the aughts, right? The zero zeros. And now we're going into 2010, 2010. How do you think we should call it? The tens? But it is the markdown to the end of the world in 2012, right? Thursday, New Year's Eve, first night celebration, lunar eclipse, make up your mind day. I wonder if it's also, think about your New Year's resolution day. That is not on the list. But it is make up your mind day, no interruptions day. Universal Hour of Peace and the Day of World Peace Meditation. All right, I'll be right back with some of the happenings. Thank you. 
song solar power inexpensive energy i'm going to throw in a song to bring out the sun because we just had the solstice and um we will have to well celebrate the fact that the days are getting longer so i will throw in a song about that there is a most of the happenings have of course been postponed canceled will be brought back um for example the rice and spice dinners on friday night um are not officially going to be happening but i understand every friday from six to nine because um the rice and spice international slow food dinners um well a lot of international people come to them and they will be around during the holidays and so this dinner will continue to happen it just won't be official like this week we're going to do Cambodian food, this week it's going to be Indian food. It'll just be people bring food and cook together and eat together. <coughs> so that's every Friday from 6 to 9 p.m. at the Gaia House Interface Center. Tonight, Friday, Big Muddy Film. This week's Big Muddy Film would be What Would Jesus Buy? This is a perfect film for Christmas. It follows Reverend Billy and the Church of Stop Shopping Gospel Choir as they go on a cross-country mission to save Christmas from the Shapocalypse. The end of mankind from consumerism, overconsumption, and the fires of internal debt. This is kind of like that film, WALL-E. Did you guys see that movie? Where literally the world fell apart because they were so covered with trash they couldn't handle it. Um, you can come to the Big Muddy Independent Media Center, 214 North Washington, Carbondale, every Friday at 7 p.m. for this progressive film series. I do want you to mark your calendar for the farmer's market. Of course, there won't be any during the winter because the farmers are resting and growing. Um, there's still stuff that grows, a lot of greens, but mark your calendar for April, the farmer's market. Vigil for Peace is continuing to happen every Saturday, noon to 1 p.m. at the corner of Maine and Illinois in downtown Carbondale. Mark your calendar for January 1st. This is the Sierra Club's New Year's Day Stone Soup Picnic. Every year, the first of the year, they have stone soup. Um... Let me go through the description and then I will explain if you don't know. The story of Stone Soup. It is a great story. 
Giant City Park, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., January 1st. Meet at Shelter Number 2. They will have two fireplaces for warming up. There will be short hikes. Come at 11 a.m. to contribute ingredients to the vegetarian or omnivorous soup. You can also bring a dish to pass. Potluck lunch around noon. Children with parents welcome. For more information or details, call Barb at 618-529-4824. How I understand the story of stone soup, the story that I heard as a child um, was a Native American story, and there was a village that was, well, customary culture is when someone comes to your village or your house, you offer them, well, welcome. You offer them welcome, you offer them food, and this stranger came to a village, and he was not offered food. Um, He was actually not even hardly offered welcome, because most people were embarrassed once that they did not have much food. He asked around, and he said, why am I not, you know getting feeling welcome here and somebody mentioned that well most of the town is pretty much out of food and not starving but um having a hard time and he noticed the spirit of the town was very low and so he in the middle of the town or you know village set up a a fire And he started cooking this pot that he had got from somebody. He's like, you know, can I borrow a pot? I need to make myself something to eat. And he started this pot of water. And, you know, it's in the middle of the town, and people were curious about this um, stranger. So they decided to, you know, wander by him every once in a while to ask him questions of where he was coming from and, you know, just the typical curiosity when you have a stranger in your village. And, of course, what he's cooking. Well, he said, I am making stone soup. Stone soup? What is that? Well, look in the pot. I have water. I have stones. I am making a soup made of stones. And they're like, well, will that be tasty? He's like, oh, it's the most wonderful thing in the world. When you are hungry, stone soup is really excellent. But you know what would make the soup even better? I wonder... If I had an onion, the soup would be so much better. Oh, I've got an onion. And this went on, he would say. Someone said, would come by, and he's like, man, if I had a potato in the soup. And he just kept going, and before you know it, everybody in the village had contributed one thing. One onion, one potato, one turnip. Um, And that is the story of sown soup. If everybody puts a little bit into the pot, you end up with the most delicious, most wonderful pot of love there ever is, (laughs) and it fills both your body and your soul. So, the story of stone soup. Merry Christmas, love-filled solstice, happy holidays, and, of course, happy new year. It is the end of the aughts. No more zeros. We are now only positive numbers. Here is a message from Gaia House Interface Center. Hoping this season is a time of light, 
laughter and delight for you and your loved ones. Thank you. Thank you for taking this journey with us as we remember the myths that have come from a long time ago in a land very different from our own, but which still fills our hearts with the message of love. We will never truly know what God is, what is beyond this endless universe or where we came from, but we can live our daily lives with the knowledge that there is something that connects us all, that causes us to strive toward love, to yearn toward light, to keep our doors open to those in need. May we always remember the God, the God within, the God without, the God with all. Happy Holidays. So while we go into the news, I'm going to have playing in the background the sunrise ritual of um, the Lakota Native Americans. Let's bring back some warmth, some love to ourselves, our society. One more happening on my list is at the Guy House Interface Center this Sunday, December 27th, is West Anderson Movie Marathon. That's right. At the Gaia House, bring popcorn, cookies, a blanket, a snuggle buddy, a friend, someone else's friend, yourself. Bring yourself, that's important. And or pizza. They will be watching the Darjeeling Limited. Did I pronounce that right? Anybody? The Life Aquatic and the Royal Tenenbaums. So, now... Some people have started getting on our mailing list about the radio show. If you would like to get um, the radio show list of stuff we talk about, like one of the things on the list, which I really won't talk about, but maybe we'll talk about in the future, is the top green story of the aughts. That's right. The whole decade. What is the top green stories? So if you would like to receive this via email... Please email info at yourcommunityspirit.org and you will get on our radio email list and you will receive everything. So you don't have to, well, don't have to call if you've missed something in the show. So today's big topic, why buying nothing, doing less, and being lazy is good for the planet. Much of what we do on Planet Green is to give you information so you can do something to make your life greener and generally make a positive implant on the planet. But for one quick moment, I'd like you to consider that in many instances, literally just doing less or doing nothing at all can be the greenest option out there. Here's why. If I can impart one great with great bit of green wisdom upon you, one should inform every other decision you make, whether you think of it as green or not, it is the meta problem of sustainability and green is that. Here's the wisdom. Humanity's current consumption of natural resources and production of waste far exceeds the planet's capacity 
and is fully unsustainable. That's right. We use more than the planet can provide for the future. Which is a fancy way of saying humans consume too much stuff. That's right. We do too much. We do it in ways that don't allow for the natural replenishment of the soil, the water, the ecosystems, and population growth is making it worse. There's a lot of us, and we all use a lot of stuff. That's the crux of climate, climate change, deforestation, air pollution, water pollution, endangered species, overfishing, animal welfare, energy security, and our general peace of mind. Pretty much every single issue we tell you about on a regular basis on this show. So you could use those words to tell someone why whatever green issue they're talking about is a pressing issue and essentially, yes, is essentially correct. It would be a broader answer than you want to give, but you wouldn't be wrong. Consider the next time you want to do something that potentially consumes natural resources. So... What's the lowest energy option? How can we waste less energy? How can you live a life with lower impact? How about we start some new traditions for a saner... I, I get, let's see. Less in-your-face holiday season. Forget perfection and overconsumption. Make the season your own. This is the time to be with family to be with friends, to, well, relax. Literally, the whole time of the holidays is to relax and spend time with family. Instead, it ends up being like one of the most stressed out times of the year. So, here's a few things. Take it slow. The holidays are completely about being as slow as possible. Cook a few things you really love instead of a huge, big meal? Well, unless, you know, your thing is cooking a big, huge meal. So I'll go through the top ones really quickly. Don't hit every holiday party you're invited to. Now, that's a hard one for me. I try to hit every holiday party, and I get not stressed out, but definitely seriously sleep-deprived sleep deprived and it makes it so I can't talk so and try to keep up some of your favorite traditions so I want everybody to think about and hug the nearest person you see and thank them for being in your life because it is the time of relaxing and I suppose just generally doing as little as possible now, maybe relaxing for you is actually, you know, catching up on all those things that you hadn't done before. But more than that, for me, a true vacation is spending a day doing nothing, which is very, very, very hard. Doing nothing, you know, sitting back and just not planning a day. Having a technology-free day. So... I hope you can manage to do this. I'm going to play some more of the sunrise ritual <laughs> and get a little sun because my favorite winter day is a snowy, cold.
cold but sunny day. So I'm looking forward to some of those. I will not get to see you until next year, right? Actually, next decade. I won't see you till next decade. And I'll see you here on the radio. So Merry Christmas, Love Phil Solstice, Happy Holidays, a Happy New Year, and...